0: Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
1: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The
0: Rush Hour is on the air. Rush,
1: Rush.
2: Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome, my friends, to Friday. It's the Friday Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. If you want to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. We begin today by offering sincere condolences and prayers for those that have been affected. And that is an entire community of Farmingdale, New York. Greyhound bus, charter bus, a charter bus turned over and went into a ravine yesterday. The band director, this bus was filled with student musicians headed to a band camp. Two people lost their lives Gina Pelletieri, 43 years old, and a chaperone, Beatrice Ferrari, who had been an educator for most of her life, 77 in Farmingdale. Um, and it is just. Uh, Horribly tragic. Ferrari, known as B, grandmother, four boys, former social studies teacher. And if you go through all of the news coverage of it, this is a grieving town. Uh, there were others, very serious injuries. Thank goodness, there has not been reported another loss of life. Uh, two is entirely. Just too much and tragic. So, our hearts and prayers are with the people of Farmingdale, Long Island, and that tragedy. So far, uh, a preliminary uh, sources say and you never know whether this is true or not that they're looking at perhaps a faulty tire causing this accident. The fear factor in Washington is rising. Over a shutdown. Washington Post today. U.S. braces for costly government shutdown. We've got eight days. I can't wait to talk to Princess Di tomorrow on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. I have been quoting a tweet from our beloved princess who says she's not giving any energy whatsoever. To this, this is part of a dance, a political dance that comes up every every year. and cycles through, but right now, the federal government is issuing alerts to those that could be affected. Millions of federal employees and active military service members will stop receiving paychecks, but many will be forced to report to work anyway. Oh, it's just not fair. Some national parks may be closed. I warned you about that the other day. Jellystone might have to be closed. Smithsonian museums might have to shutter. Oh, boo! Airports nationwide may see how may see disruptions, and uh, pivotal federal aid programs like those assisting the victims of the deadly wildfire fires in Maui may be affected Diego I'm hearing that same thing in my headphones as I did the other day thank you never mind Diego we'll <laughs> um In an an ominous sign, the Biden administration took the first steps to prepare all the government agencies that, oh no, there could be a work stoppage. At the heart of the stalemate are renewed Republican calls for deep, deep federal spending cuts. Deep, okay, this is just such baloney. Some of the Republicans are calling for an 8% cut. Yes, 8% would be, but it's only for a short time. And you know, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that the government never stops spending more money. No matter what, it spends more money. We have the new debt figures. I ran that with $33 trillion in debt. This is make-believe money anyway. It's all make believe money. The federal government is printing money it does not have. We are spending deficit money, meaning money that does not really exist. If Congress fails to resolve the impasse by September 30th, federal appropriations will expire, bringing many agencies to a halt and forcing the sprawling. US government to operate a mere shell of itself. And have you ever noticed the real difference except those of you except those of you who go to Jellystone or to the national parks and the doors are shut. But this article goes on and on and on. Roughly 10,000 children would lose access to child care starting in October as a result of disruptions to Head Start. Oh, no. 5,000, if if it is our two-parent households, 5,000 parents across a nation of over 300 million might figure have to make alternate plans. But we're all supposed to be petrified because the mighty government might shut down. This from the Hill, McCarthy hopes to pass GOP funding stopgap before shutdown deadline. Speaker Kevin McCarthy said Friday he still hopes to pass a Republican-only short-term spending bill next week, as his party has shifted strategies to focus on passing full-year appropriations bills. McCarthy says, I believe if you shut down, you're in a weaker position. You need the time to fund the government while you pass all the appropriations. Congress has just one more week. Let's all get nervous. And supposedly, this one's from Reuters, the U.S. House House Republicans are going to try a long shot measure. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to try to pass four different spending bills, most of which reflect the deep cut sought by the party's right flank. And all of those are supposedly going to be rejected, and then the right flank will go away, and then they can get on with spending money. So there you have it. I wonder how many of you are in mortal fear right now. Your government may shut down for a few hours, a few weeks, a few days. Joe Biden went to a big gala the 46th annual gala for the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. You know what he you know what he said? He called the group, the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, he called them Huh. What do you call him? You call him the Congressional Black Caucus. And <laughs> <laughs> he could have got out of it easy. He could. Look, you all look alike to me. That's all he had to say. Y'all, y'all look alike. Just leave me alone. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he didn't call him a bunch of breakfast tacos like his wife did. <laughs> oh, speaking of Hispanics, you see the DOJ is going after Hispanic senator again. The Menendez Bob guy. Menendez. Oh goodness gracious! Second time they haven't gone after Hillary once, but they keep getting it. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez has been hit with federal corruption charges. Years-long scheme. He accepted bribes. They are short. There are pictures everywhere of the gold bars. This guy had a stash of gold bars that he uh, got in exchange for helping three businessmen and the country of Egypt, allegedly. When feds raided Menendez Englewood Cliffs right over here in Englewood, right in Englewood, New Jersey, right across the bridge, minutes away from Bubble Hill, when they raided Menendez Englewood Cliffs' home in June 2022, They've been they they've been at this for a while. They found the fruits of his corruption bribery agreement. They got a 2019 Mercedes C Class, thirteen gold bars, five hundred and sixty six thousand dollars in cash, stuffed in envelopes. Can you imagine? And they found another 70000 in cash in his wife's safe deposit box. The indictment says that uh, Senator Menendez and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars in bribes in exchange for Senator Menendez using his power and influence. Power and influence. Hmm, who does that say? Power and inf- influence peddling. Hmm, the money's going to the big guy. Oh, no, that's right. There's no evidence about that one. From 2018 to 2022, Menendez provided substantial military aid to Egypt, including, this is serious, folks, handing over sensitive information from the U.S. government and annual grants of over a billion dollars in How does a senator get to decide where the grant money goes? Interesting question, A. Over a billion dollars in foreign military financing. Congress is supposed to be the House in charge of appropriations, not a senator. But yet he's handing out a billion dollars in grants? Hello? Hello? Someone explain this. Hello? This will be interesting. This reminds me of when they caught, when they busted Torricelli, the other New Jersey senator. Russ used to play the clip of his of all the stuff when they came out. They were reading the indictment. Fourteen gold watches, go rugs, cash, blah blah blah, and in between it was was uh, was um, Torricelli complaining about the indictment. Well, Bob Menendez is complaining, too. He says it's all a smear job. Don't worry. Don't pay any attention to those gold bars, to those envelopes stuffed with cash, or to the billion dollars in foreign aid that he was handing out unilaterally, I guess, to Egypt. Amazing what your government does. Immigration is still in the news. We're going to get to a lot of that. There are so many immigration stories today. There's also a big story. Well, a lot of people think it's a big story. And by the way, Cash is supposed to be with us today. Cash Patel is supposed to be joining us. 4.30, we'll see. Mayor Eric Johnson, Dallas mayor, switch parties. He has become a Republican. He wrote about it in the Wall Street Journal. He wrote an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal today. I subscribe to that, as among other newspapers. He says he's been a mayor of Dallas for over four years. During that time, his priority was to make Dallas safer, stronger, more vibrant. That meant saying no to those who wanted to defund the police. It meant fighting for lower taxes, a friendlier business climate, investing in family-friendly infrastructure, such as better parks and trails and all that stuff. And he says that alone in America's 10 most popular cities, Dallas has shown the results. They've gone down in violent crime in every major category, including murder year over year and he says after these wins for the people of dallas after securing 98.7 of the vote in his reelection campaign he has no intention of changing his approach to the job but he is going to change his party affiliation he said next spring i will be voting in the republican primary When his career as an elected official ends in 2027, he will leave office as a Republican. And then he goes through a lot of the reasons why. Interesting. This development, we shall see whether he becomes a pariah. Ah yes, in nineteen ninety-nine, on this day, my friends, Diana Ross was arrested. On Concord. She She there was an incident in Heathrow. She said that a female security guard had touched her breasts when being frisked. And so what did Diana Ross do? Diana Ross retaliated by rubbing her hands down the security guard. security guard apparently didn't like that. Diana Ross arrested at Heathrow Airport after she said a female security guard was touching her brustices. Most early Friday Rush Hour on WABC. Coming back, your call is a part of today's program, and also we're looking forward to catching up with Cash Patel. Keep it right here.
0: the Rush Hour is on the air. Attention, dittoheads! Attention, Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Love must be a kind of blind
2: love. On this day in 1981, American composer, can't see Harry Warren passed away. He was 88 years old now. He had a prolific career. He wrote over... 800 songs including this one it was a hit for the flamingos as many of you will remember and also for this version from Art Garfunkel he also wrote the stars Jeepers Creepers we had to get those peepers out um that's a more day remember Dean Martin's song yeah Chattanooga Choo Choo I love Dean Martin. Uh, This guy, his his songs have been featured in over 300 films. What an amazing, amazing career. All right, my friends, I'm going to get to the telephones now. I was going to do the immigration stack, but you know what? We have Cash Patel coming up, perhaps. And um, I want to hear what pe- people are lined up. They want to talk about Menendez. And we're going to start with Adam. We didn't have any time to get to Adam, really, this week. And so, Adam, I wanted to get you first on Bob Menendez.
0: Okay. First of all, I agree. You know, he, he's a creep, man. He's, he's a, a creep. He's, yeah, a he's a Democrat. How
2: criminal. can you talk... How can you talk about He's your fellow Democrat I, I, like that? I, I got to keep it real with you, bro.
0: He's a okay. criminal. He's a criminal, mm. and he got to get prosecuted. This the second time he got into something. You know, put him for a speedy trial, Menendez. Put him for a speedy trial. Let's <laughs> see how innocent you are. That's what I say about him. He's messing everything up for the Democrats, man. You know, I don't appreciate him at all. You know? Oh,
2: I wonder if he's gonna have any defenders. Adam, this is one of the things that I love about you. You and I disagree so much, but I have to say, you are not a phony. You it comes from your heart. It comes from wherever it is. And you call it like and you call it like you see it. In this case, doesn't matter he's a Democrat. You think he's a crook and you think he's gotta go. Oh, there you go, Adam. Susan, hold on. I'm not gonna squeeze you in the le- in fact. We have other Menendez calls, but we also, I have asked Susan to give us an update what was happening with these big UN meetings this week. Susan from Finger Lakes is on with us now. Tell us, Susan, what happened at the United Nations World Health Organization while all the other stuff was going wrong, all these other leaders were talking and yakking about what they wanted to do or not do. What was the deal with the World Health Organization?
1: Okay, so the World Health Organization was not part of this, but is an agency of the UN. And the big uh, director there, um, Dr. Hassan, who's been talking, I heard you say it, he's been blabbing about the biggest health threat is climate change. This is the mantra now. They're going to try to sneak climate change in for the next pandemic. And so really what happened uh, here and there in New York was, that they're they going to, um, they're uh, going along with that $30 billion um, a year needs to be given the World Health Organization, up from like $3.8 billion by countries who can afford it. They will pay based, so this is just a, a grab, a power grab, a money grab. Um, they will vote next May on um, the, uh, not just the pandemic treaty, but the other amendments to an existing 2005 treaty, and that's where the Digital Health Global Certificate would come in and put us under them for health emergencies. So we really got to get vigilant. We really got to defund. This should be part of these budget negotiations, the World Health Organization, um, and get us out of the World Health Organization. Australia just got As out Donald of As
2: Donald Trump had done Donald Trump got us out of this nonsense, and then Joe Biden immediately put us back in. Go ahead, Susan, wrap it up. Yeah,
1: part of his being beholden to China, because China is the force behind this, and the data that they are collecting on all of us is going to be coming out of China. I have more information on that, I'm
2: confirming. Thank you, Susan. Appreciate you keeping your eye out on the WHO and what they are doing. Dean, quickly, before we have to go to a break, let me get you in here on our Friday, Boston Early's Rush Hour. How are you, Dean? Dean, going once. Dean, going twice. We're going to go to a break on WABC Talk Radio 77. And when we get back... We may be joined by Cash Patel. We may continue with your calls. We may talk about immigration. We may do a whole host of things. We'll see how it unfolds. James Golden on WABC. Bo Early with you. Bo rush hour. Brian Adams, 12th consecutive week at number one, 1991.
1: It's the rush hour with Bo
0: Snertley on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: 1979, Gary Newman, second number one single with this one, "Cars," and on this day he also went number one with the album The Pleasure Principle on W.A.B.C. Like Bosnardley's Rush Hour. I'm looking at a Massachusetts license plate. A friend of mine texted me. It just says Trump won. <laughs> That's it. Oh, Cash Patel is with us. My goodness. The former Defense Department Chief of Staff, and he has a new book. Now, look, folks, I don't do the whole book thing and author thing a lot. I don't even talk about my own book, Rush on the Radio, a lot. Because I just don't do books a lot. But this is one that you have got, got, got to be aware of. Those of you that love to read, and I know there are many in this audience, the book is called Government Gangsters. Cash Patel, welcome. How are you?
3: I'm good, very I'm very good, my friend. Thanks for having me on your show and let me talk about government gangsters and whatever else you want to chat about. Well, I
2: want to know what you thought about that hearing with the D.O. with with D.O.J. Merrick Garland, who thank goodness is not on the Supreme Court. But sorry for us, is he is heading up the the corrupt justice department. But first let's talk about government gangsters. Tell us why you wrote it, what it's about. And, uh, and, and where people can get it. Let's start with, why did you write it?
3: Yeah, I think it's, it, they're all interconnected. I think the reason I wrote Government Gangsters is because you have people like Merrick Garland going up to Congress and continuing to lie to the American people, blockading Congress's request for lawful documents, and rigging presidential elections. So the ethos is encapsulated in his testimony, but I wrote it because he's not the only one. And it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. There's government gangsters in every agency and department, especially during my tenure in the Trump administration, that tried to block Donald Trump's uh, commander in chief's authority, that tried to block Donald Trump's successes, and that tried to convince the American people that they, and not the duly elected commander-in-chief, was in charge of this nation, and they went out to leak and lie in the media to rig presidential elections. That's the ethos behind government gangsters is an index of names but more importantly i tell you how to fix every agency and department in this government and what we went through in the trump administration our successes and maybe give you a sort of a foreshadowing of what's coming in the next trump administration
2: one of the things that merrick garland's testimony that just had me beside myself every time someone mentioned a name and said this person did this merrick garland said listen We can't talk about names. There are too many Americans (laughs) threatening government officials, and we can't have this. And these Republicans weak-kneed, put their tails between their legs, and acquiesced instead of saying, we are here for oversight. These people work for the government. We will mention their names. We have law enforcement. If If you can get every person and round up every person that was at January 6th, from pictures on social media, you can find anybody that's out there making threats. But we're going to talk about who is in, in this government are doing things that they should not be doing. And this was—it was so devious, and Republicans just went right al- along with it. So I'm glad that you said you are naming names in this book as to what took place. Cash. It has been no secret that the State Department has been, how shall we say? You have career officials who think they always know better than the president, no matter who the president is, whether it's a Democrat president or whether it's a Republican president. Well, this guy, this Alexander Vidman guy, basically say that he was in charge of Ukraine policy, not Donald Trump. And he went on to become to make himself out to be some kind of hero. for basically usurping presidential authority. This is Absolutely. this runs deep.
3: This deep state runs deep. Alexander Vindman is a government gangster. This is a guy. uh, We were on the National Security Council together in the Trump administration when I headed up counterterrorism. You do not run anything. You are the president's representative for the interagency community of the National Security Council. The commander in chief makes every decision and dictates policy. You are to give him suggestions and reviews and options. That is your job on the National Security Council. And he, of course, remember, is the guy that ginned up the phony Based impeachment one Ukraine deal with his buddy Eric Charmella in the intelligence community who's busy meeting with Adam Schiff conjuring up information that didn't exist about Donald Trump and launching a presidential impeachment based on false information these are the government gangsters we must um, hunt down and take out not literally um, and name publicly so they never report back to the roles of government they can get rewarded at CNN and Washington Post and New York Times but what they can't do what we must not let them do Is rig future presidential elections. And if you don't think they're working on Russiagate 27.0, you're out of your mind. They've already worked on it, and we have to preemptively strike to take out their disinformation campaigns. They're relying on this government to help them do it, and we have to educate America.
2: Did you run into any problems with the release of this book? There is the review process. The (laughs) people... (laughs) Oh, really
3: <laughs> sorry i didn't i didn't mean to cut you off yeah well look I'm, i i don't mind the review process it's totally fine it's legit when used appropriately it takes two to three months 10 months after i submitted my manuscript to the biden administration for review they had not given me approval to release it i had to sue in federal court the biden administration the dod and every agency blockading my own manuscript and when we went to court we won they took the knee, and we printed our book, and there's less than .05 percent redactions. What does that tell you? One, they wanted to use a, they wanted to hide the truth from the American people, and two, they were using baseless excuses to blockade the American people from getting the truth. Um, so I think there's a reason in that just in and of itself to get government gangsters. ASAP comes out on Tuesday, but you can order it right now and it'll be at your door Tuesday morning.
2: Okay. Talk to us a minute about some of the actors that we are seeing. First, talk about Christopher Wray and then Merrick Garland and then Attorney General William Barr, if you don't mind.
3: Yeah, look, to me, those people, It's not, I don't view them as a Republican or Democratic deal. I view them as an entrenched uh, Washington, D.C. swamp monster class of creatures. Christopher Wray may be one of the worst FBI directors in modern history, but that's only because he was um, coming off the heels of James Comey. These guys collectively suppressed information of government corruption. They suppressed the evidence that Devin and I exposed during Russiagate, showing how the FBI and DOJ lied. Then we handed off that mandate to the likes of Bill Barr and said, hey, here's an investigation that's righteous for the DOJ. We caught the DOJ and FBI lying to a federal court. You are now the attorney general. police." our own cops who broke the law and Bill Barr sat there and instead defended the entrenched Washington establishment class instead of defending the rights of the American people. And he would go out on TV like he still does and spew the same corrupt government gangster BS. <clears throat> and now we know that's why these guys prefer to look after themselves and protect the institutions that they used to serve rather than serving the American people. And that obliterating the deep state is what government gangsters is all about. These guys will always protect themselves, which is why we have to go in and protect our constitution. They're not doing it.
2: One of the things about Merrick Garland that has disturbed me is that this memo that he was asked about, basically it's two pronged. He wanted to go after uh, Catholics, traditional Catholics, the FBI, Mm -hmm. traditional Catholics, as if they were some sort of domestic terrorist. The other is this failed attempt in conjunction with uh, this association of school boards to label parents that were concerned about their kids' education, in some cases because their kids were being subjected to sexual assault in schools and it was being covered up. That's the situation that happened in Loudoun County. It came out uh, from an independent source that Merrick Garland's family is tied into this curriculum that the that the Democrats are pressing, and yet you no one in Congress ever asked him about that. This never comes up, and it was a, it, it's a credible source that put the information out there. This government, it seems to me, there there are so many circles within circles. There is so much entrenchment Uh and self-interest. Today we saw what happened with the indictment with Robert Menendez. Uh And apparently this has been going on, this investigation, for some time. This is the second bite of the apple for Menendez. People complain all the time about how the Pelosi's made out with their stock deals, Uh legislation, if you had to look overall at the condition of America's government cash, how would you how would you rate it? What would you say about our government right now?
3: Uh, I would give it whatever the worst bond rating that Moody's puts out there um, you could possibly give. Um, I don't know what that is, whatever the letter B triple plus or whatever it is and that's a tragic moment for the United States of America. our law enforcement our system of justice has been created or been destroyed and recreated in a two-tier system of justice. And you were just outlining some of the instances of it. It's not a coincidence that Bob Menendez gets charged today. It's not a coincidence that after the heels of Merrick Garland's testimony, they come out with a prosecution and say, oh, look at us. We're defending all people, not just Republicans. Um, But I'm glad you brought up uh, Merrick Garland's testimony to me. The biggest failure of Republicans on Capitol Hill, where, we, where they have the majority, is that they didn't ask him once as to why he was allowed to violate a congressional subpoena for documents, and the same of Chris Ray, who works for him, and why they prosecuted the likes of Bannon and Navarro for doing just that. Who's going to prosecute Gar, uh, Garland and Ray? Congress Absolutely. is a heating mm-hmm. and all of its constitutional oversight authority to DOJ and FBI and the executive branch, and the Republicans let them run roughshod over them, and the American people the ones suffering for it because we don't have the documentation that we know shows their two-tier system of justice and its corruption cover-up.
2: Gash Patel, as always, you are just an incredible wealth of knowledge. The book is Government Gangsters. Now, let me just caution you. The book will probably be number one by the end of the day on Amazon, but you will not see that reflected in the New York Times bestseller list. You won't see it. There is going to be a massive suppression of how truly popular your book is. I promise you, before it's even out, I promise you this is going to happen. Be vigilant about Uh, all of this. Okay tell everybody again where they can get the book they can pre-order it right now correct
3: right now uh, the easy buttons are amazon and walmart but we have governmentgangsters.com our own repository of books that tens of thousands of books at governmentgangsters.com i'm signing i'm selling personalized copies go to governmentgangsters.com everything ships this weekend and yeah we're watching the ranks We know when they start pounding us down the ranks that the books are actually selling, and we're going to put out the full numbers next week. We're already bestsellers across multiple top uh, categories on Amazon, but you're right. The throttling is probably just about to come. So help us destroy the fake news, the government gangsters, and win back this country. Get a copy of Government Gangsters right away.
2: And you can go to governmentgangsters.com if you want to direct and get a personalized copy from cash patel cash i look forward to inviting you back and having you back as often as we can arrange it
3: thank you my friend i'll be back soon have a great weekend
2: you too cash patel ladies and gentlemen james golden aka snurdy here on wabc it is both nerdy's fresh hour time to check in with lou dobbs
3: 1964
2: Herman's Hermits Went number one on this day in 1964 Coming back, checking in with Lou Dobbs and then more of your phone calls Bozner Lee's Rush Hour WABC
0: Is the rush hour with those nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network?
2: I was a uh, music director at WABC when this one broke. We quickly added it to the rotation, and this became Such a huge hit. Joan Jett, on this day, has a birthday. And this is her most famous song. Happy birthday to Joan Jett. And I'd like this evening... To say hello to all of my friends at the Congressional Black Caucus.
3: No manches, no manches, porque, o sea, yo no no soy así. No me hagas así. Why
2: are those people complaining? What's wrong with you people?
3: Somos otra demócrata. What? (laughs) Somos somos de otro grupo. Uh, Oh!
2: Oh, my te bad. Te equivocaste. Te equivocaste, I'm, I'm sorry, you people, look al- te equivocaste. You, you people look alike to me. I honest mistake. You know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. Bo Snirly's Rush Hour.
0: <laughs> James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirly, presents Rapid Phones.
2: And let's get to it. Charlie in New Jersey, you are up first on Rapid Phones. Right to your point. And Diane in Yonkers, New York, you are up next on Rapid Phones. Right to your point, please. Hello, Diane. What is going on out here? Oh, we're going to try it again. Neil, in okay, Rapid Phones, we come to you. I say your name, and then you get right to your point. That's the way this works. Neil, Brooklyn, New York, you're up next.
0: Hi, Bo. Uh, I worked for a government agency, and I went back to get my credentials when Trump was in office at the time, and mm-hmm. his picture wasn't even on the wall. I was like, well, where's his picture? Like, <laughs> And they didn't want to put it up. Wow. Do and you I mind reported, telling know, us what
2: I, agency it, Will it get I you mean, in trouble if you tell us what agency it was?
0: You're not going to say that on the radio, yes. And okay, then let's I, not. Uh, okay. I couldn't believe it. I, but I did call the IG's office though when I when I left the office. Cool. I couldn't believe
2: it. Well, this is the way, and this is what exactly what Neil. This is exactly what Cash Patel was talking about. The government gangsters. No the rules, screw it, and we'll do everything we can to undermine the president if we don't like him. Stella in West Harrison, thank you for waiting. You are up next on Rapid Phones.
1: Hey, um, Bo? Yes. Okay, I just want to tell you really quickly a couple of real quick things. So I met Diana Ross, not at a concert, but her youngest children went to Eagle School in Greenwich, and one day I was picking up somebody's child, not mine. And I didn't know where to go, so there was a minivan in front of me, and I knocked on the window, rolled it down, and I asked her, is this the right place to stay? And she goes, yes, it is. I said, thank you. She rolled up the window. I went back, and I stopped. I said, i oh my not is I So I went back, and, you know, I didn't make a fuss. I just said, knock, knock. I'm going to
2: Oh, look, this is a great story, but the static on the line is getting so bad, we're going to have to... Ask you to give us a call back and finish that story another time when we can clear up the static. Thank you so much. Robert in Brooklyn, New York. You are up next.
0: All right. First of all, my recollection is this is the second time they indicted Bob Menendez after he complained about the administration giving aid to Iran. So they might be targeting him for that. The other thing is, you know, this war, climate change, this exploitation of it, when they cut the drilling through oil and then they attack agriculture and the prices go sky high, you know that hurts everyone and then it causes immigrants to come from other countries and the prices are here yeah, trump mentioned bacon is six times as much as it used to be and the final point is about venezuelan everyone's asking why are they taking immigrant uh, prioritization to venezuela i see there's a memo a press release from the secretary blinken in march of 2023 where they are giving aid to venezuelan AIDS And they say this assistance makes good on the Los Angeles Declaration commitment to support countries hosting large populations of displaced migrants and refugees. Our assistance supports the most vulnerable Venezuelans with their critical needs. End of quote. So they care about them. These globals care about them, but they don't care about us. And they throw elderly people out of their senior places, so much to the Third Amendment, and they replace them with these invaders.
2: Thank you very much. I've just been sent a text in large print with the word. Cur-ric-u-lum. I always mispronounce it. Thank you very much. Ugh. Let us go to Max in Manhattan. You are up next.
0: Oh, well, thank you for taking my call. Um, given that it uh, seems to be mandatory that our kids are vaxxed before they go to school. Yes. How come these immigrant kids are not uh, being told they don't have to be vaxxed when they because go to school? Because they're first
2: class citizens and you're a second class citizens and shut up about it. That's why. This is their country, not yours. Shut up. How dare you? Question liberals. You think you're equal to illegal immigrants? You're not. You only pay for them. And remember that. Now fork over the money, pay for them, And don't, and, and, by the way, wasn't Bob Menendez accused of being on a plane with some underage, um, who was that? I seen, oh, we're out of time. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you, your family, your loved ones. Love, gratitude for you being here today. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. on Bozeman Early's Rush Hour. And we'll see you then. Bye.